Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. You're listening to Comedy Central. October 9th, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Our guest tonight is an up-and-coming actor from West Philadelphia, born and raised. The one and only Will Smith is joining us, everybody. So exciting. We're going to be chatting to him about his new movie. Also on tonight's show, there are crazy balloons on the loose. America is now under Chinese law, and Roy Wood Jr. finds the Republicans who want to take down Donald Trump. So let's catch up on today's headlines. Let's kick it off with the Supreme Court. America's highest court and the place Ruth Bader Ginsburg goes in between workouts. (laughs) Yesterday, the court heard oral arguments in a big case that could have major impacts on the workplace. The Supreme Court is back at work this week, and today it heard arguments in one of the most important cases of its new term. Does existing law protect LGBTQ employees on the job? The justices heard the case of Gerald Bostock, fired from a county job in Georgia after joining a gay softball league. He sued, but lower courts threw his case out. They ruled that the 1964 Civil Rights Act, signed by President Johnson, which bans job discrimination on the basis of race and sex, among other factors, does not cover sexual orientation. Bostock's lawyer says firing someone for being gay is discrimination based on sex. Man, this is gonna be a huge case, and we're gonna have to wait to see what the court decides, but if you ask me, it's crazy that you can fire someone for being gay, you know? I mean, like, if you're fired at work, it should only be for work reasons, like stealing, or not showing up, or saying you like the final episode of Game of Thrones. You should be fired. (laughs) It's like a big deal. Also, I've always wondered this. Like, how do you fire someone for being gay? You can't tell who's gay. Like, if people haven't come out, you don't know. You don't even know what gay is. What, you're just gonna have bosses walking up to employees like, Bob, you're fired for being gay. He's like, I'm not gay, I'm just Southern. (laughs) It's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I got confused. I'm sorry. (laughs) You realize this ruling could also affect everyone, not just gay people, right? Because by this logic, if you extend the logic, anything you do in your sex life can be grounds for losing your job, right? It's your sexual preference. That's what they're saying. Yeah, if you're one of those people who's really quiet during sex, yeah, you could lose your job at the mall, huh? 
Yeah, if you're into domination and humiliating people, you could lose your job at Verizon Customer Service, huh? Yeah, and if you're the type of person who doesn't believe in the female orgasm, you could lose your job as Vice President of the United States. It could be really bad. You don't know. I don't want that to happen to him. But actually, I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to this decision because uh, the people who get mad about other people having sex are always the ones who aren't getting any themselves. So uh, we're gonna know, by the way they vote, who on the Supreme Court <laughs> All right, and finally, a story about a gender reveal party that turned into a disaster. And I mean, it started as a disaster because it was a gender reveal party, but <laughs> things only got worse from there. They thought they'd planned the perfect gender reveal. Then this happened. Gender reveal gone wrong. Oh, man, strike out! This couple can't pop the big balloon. Instead, this happens. Not her Bye-bye, balloon. Dad makes chase, but can't make it over that fence. <laughs> oh, man. All right, kid, I don't know if you're a boy or a girl, but I do know your dad's a little bitch. That's what we learned. kills me about this video is they went after the balloon like it was the only way to know their kid's gender. Like 10 years from now, the kid's gonna be like, mom, am I a boy or a girl? They're like, we'll never know until we find that balloon. And the balloon, the balloon flew away like it was woke as hell. The balloon was like, I reject the premise that this gender is something that can be predetermined. That was wild. I'll be honest with you, I, like, I actually think gender reveal parties are dumb. I don't know why anybody does them. They played out now, like, no one cares what gender the kid turns out to be. What, like, what we need to have, we need to have dad reveal parties. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, it's a new thing I thought of, right? Where the mother invites the potential fathers, <laughs> and then the DNA test is in the balloon. That'll be way more exciting. <laughs> and you still have a surprise. And you don't lose anything. You don't lose anything. There's still gonna be sticks, and someone will definitely still be jumping over a fence. <laughs> so I'll be like, James, you said you were just a friend! All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. <laughs> the NBA. 29 of the world's best basketball teams, and also the Knicks. <laughs> the regular season hasn't even kicked off yet but there's already been a ton of drama. Now, if you haven't been keeping up, last week, the general manager of the Houston Rockets posted a tweet in support of the pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. And the NBA quickly put out a statement distancing themselves from that tweet. What was funny about this, though, was that the English version of the statement was very different from what it was being translated to for the Chinese internet. So, like, in English, the statement was basically like, hey, China, we're sorry you're offended. But then the Mandarin one was like, rest assured, China, we will feed this man to the wolves. <laughs> but then here in America, people were pissed that the NBA was kowtowing to China, right? So yesterday, they went into damage control mode, and things have only escalated from there. There's new fallout this evening in the NBA's firestorm with China. The NBA tonight fighting back after being blasted for caving to China's communist government. Commissioner Adam Silver defending Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey. We are not apologizing for Daryl exercising 
his freedom of expression. Shortly after Adam Silver voiced the league's support for free speech, fresh backlash from the communist regime in Beijing. China's government tonight digging in, canceling a Brooklyn Nets event at a Shanghai school. In the last few hours, China has started pulling down Lakers and Nets signage. At least two major Chinese retailers have pulled Houston Rockets merchandise from their websites. China's state TV said it won't broadcast or stream NBA preseason games in China. Oh no. <laughs> Not the preseason. No. Nobody cares about the preseason games. Fans in America are like, can you ban them here as well? Can you, uh. Yeah, the preseason is just like the boring stuff we're forced to sit through before the main event. Like, China banning preseason is like Disney getting rid of its lines. Just like, I'm sorry, but you'll have to go straight to the rides from now on. I wish it didn't come to this. Oh, no. <laughs> Still, though, China is seriously pissed off about the tweets, right? And they're also pissed off about the response from the NBA. And they aren't just taking preseason games off the air. They're also canceling NBA events. They're ripping down NBA signs everywhere. In fact, like, everything NBA-related is basically banned. Yeah, no basketball, no LeBron. In fact, no jumping. Yeah. You see a puddle, you just walk right through that shit. <laughs> and you can have donuts, but no Dunkin'. <laughs> and all office workers in China, if you need to throw something in the trash, none of this, no buzzer beaters. You get out and you just place it gently in the bin. <laughs> so China is basically going to war with the NBA, all because of a single tweet. And as surprising as that may seem to some people, the truth is this kind of thing has been happening between China and American companies a lot. The NBA not the only one feeling the heat, either. U.S. jeweler Tiffany also under fire after tweeting an image of a Chinese model covering one eye, with people believing it was done in solidarity with those Hong Kong protests. Nike, uh, bowing to pressure from Beijing, pulling a sneaker from the Chinese market. Activision has suspended a professional video game player and taken away his prize money. Apple took the Taiwan emoji off its keyboard if you are in Hong Kong or Macau. Marriott apologized to the Chinese government. Versace, Givenchy, and Coach issued apologies. Mercedes-Benz is offering an apology. The Gap issued a sincere apology. Delta saying we apologize deeply for the mistake. Damn, China gets offended by a lot of shit. <laughs> They're like that one guy at work who takes everything personally. He's just like, hey, man, I like your shoes. Like, oh, wow, so you don't like looking at my feet? <laughs> uh, no, I, I do like your feet. Gross, you're a pervert. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The truth is, these companies don't have to take orders from China about what to say or how to act, but they do it because nobody wants to lose access to a billion Chinese customers. It's a powerful incentive. So powerful, in fact, that China's influence is affecting how Americans can act on American soil. Tonight's game between the 76ers and China's team, the Guangzhou Long Lions, went on as planned as an international firestorm hangs over the Wells Fargo Center. And on the sidelines, Sam Walks and his wife held free Hong Kong and free HK signs that were confiscated by security in the first quarter. Then, in the second quarter, both got kicked out of the game when Walks started yelling, free Hong Kong. As someone who used to live there, he supports the movement. That's right, fans in Philadelphia got kicked out of a basketball game last night for chanting, free Hong Kong. And I didn't realize that yelling shit at a basketball game was against the rules. I mean, that must've been so confusing for all the other fans, you know, cause this guy's there like, free Hong Kong. And then the guy next to him was probably like, hey, Ben Simmons, suck a Kardashian <laughs> And then security's like, you, get out. No, not you, no, the free Hong Kong guy. You keep going. <laughs> that stuff about the Kardashian that was hilarious. Carry on. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight, my guest tonight is an Academy Award-nominated actor whose new film is called Gemini Man. Please welcome Will Smith! That's uh, that's all we have time for. It was good. It was worth it. Yeah. That's what it was. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Man, I am so happy to be here. Good to see you. You look happy. Yes. I mean, you, you always look happy, but I'm honestly going to say you look happy. Yes. This, this, uh, this last year has probably been the best year of my adult life. What, what is, what, when, when people say that, then they normally mean like, oh, I, like I got a raise or I got a, but you are yeah. Will Smith. Yes. So yes. If, if Will Smith says, this has been the best year of my life, we're like, what were the other ones? Okay. What is, <laughs> why? Like, why would you say that? What does that mean? Now, you know, um, uh, on my, on my 50th birthday, I, I went, I jumped out. I did the bungee jump thing, the helicopter over the Grand Canyon. Right, 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 right. You know, and that was the thing the white people told you to do, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. I remember that. It's why you need white friends. That's true. Right? That is true. Um, so, I did, <laughs> so I did the bungee out of the helicopter, right? But it was, it was, um, it was a bigger thing than that for me, right? I had painted myself into a little bit of a, of, of a Will Smith corner, right? So there were, there were things that because I had kids and because I was Will Smith, there were things I couldn't say and things I couldn't do and certain projects I couldn't take. And I had sort of painted myself into a little bit of a fearful corner. And that, that sort of marked a moment where I told myself, you, that, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to live the way I want without the fear of somehow losing something that, that, I, that was precious I've created. And I've, just, I've been more free and more joyous and more peaceful than in my entire adult life. That is truly amazing to hear because, like... People would never think, people would never think that Will Smith could be at that place in his life. And in a, in a, in a weird way, I feel like that is the story of Gemini Man. Right, yes, right? exactly. Because, because in the film, you play the best assassin in the world, yep. right? Yep. And you play this man and he goes, you know what, I'm, I'm done with the game. Yep. But the game's not done with you. Yes, exactly. And as we've seen in the trailer, they send the younger version of you yes. to go and kill you. Yes. Because that's the only person good enough. Yes, it's because I'm so good. I'm so good. <laughs> The only way that me could get killed is it would have to be me killing you. 
It's a crazy concept with wild yeah. technology, but but and I know you've talked about that a lot, but but I mean this this is another challenge. I mean we've yeah. seen you we've seen you play all sides all types of characters. Mm-hmm. We've seen you just be the only person in the movies, just you and a dog. Yes, yes. And then yeah, now you are like, no, I'm gonna no. be me fighting against me. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't need other actors, man. That's what. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But what, what's it's challenging really, about that? What's challenging so, about playing old Will Smith and young Will Smith in the same scene? So you know what, what is the, the most difficult part? It's like playing youth, right? So there's a naivete right, right. to youth, and there's a look in, in someone's eyes when they really don't know. Right. right. But then as you get older, there's like a certain thing that like it, it, it just gets in your in your blood and in your cells when you know things. Right. So having to go back and play young, like like it's like sex. Right. You can't unknow sex. Right. <laughs> so I've wait, tried many times. I want to show you. I'm going to show you. Let me show you. All right. All right. So before you have sex, before you have sex. <laughs> right. You walk like this. Let's get some lights on this. Let's get, get some, some lights. You get some lights. Get some lights, right? Get some lights. Throw the lights. Throw the lights on here. Just right. throw, throw the so lights. This throw is all the lights. All right. All right. Before you this. have sex. All right. Go. All right. So this yes. is before you have before sex. Before you have sex. Before you have sex, yes. you're like. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. That's preset. That's preset. Cool. And then the first time you have sex, it changes your back. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it's like. You know, <laughs> right? So, as an as an actor, as an actor, you can't unring that bell, you know? Right. So you have to really go back, and I went back and I studied some of my old material to try to find youthful naivete. Let me ask you this though: You are Will Smith, and I I, I know this sounds like I'm flattering you, but you no, always, I'm, I'm cool with that. You always, <laughs> That's why I came here, man. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but every time I see you, 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 you look like Will Smith. Like, I've, I've never thought of Will Smith being old. You're just like, it's Will Smith. Will Smith is just Will Smith. I feel like, like I watched you when I was younger, and then I just caught up to you, and now we're the same. And then it's like, <laughs> and then I feel like I'm going to be old one day and be like, hey, Will, what's going on? You're still going to be Will Smith. So, like, like I, I have to ask you, is there a level of vulnerability that comes with acknowledging that you are aging as yeah. Will Smith? Yeah. You know, that, that, was, uh, that was another part of the, the experience that I had. Like, uh, turning 50, I've never, I've never really thought about age and felt it that way. But like last year when I turned 50, it was like, it's, it's a five in front of it. Like <laughs> the, the five, like 40 was cool, 30 right. was cool. Like 50 was like, whoa, man, we need to jump out a helicopter or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it really, it, uh, it, it hit me a little bit. But the, the accepting uh, being older, and even for Gemini men, a lot of those things came yeah, up. And you're thinking right, about right, right. the previous life, and you think about the, the karma of the mistakes you've made, mm-hmm. and what would you not do, you know, if you, if you had known, and all of those things came up. But, it, but uh, I've, I've solved the problem. I'm, I, am, I am having an absolute ball with my life right now. One thing that has fascinated me about you is for a long time, you were an enigma. You know, hey, it was, hey, it man, was... you can't say that on TV. <laughs> You were, you were Will Smith. We saw Will Smith we in the movies. We knew that in private, man. <laughs> you my enigma. <laughs> and so you, you, were, you, were at, you were at movie premieres yeah. and you were in magazines and TV. But we didn't know Will Smith. Right. Right? right. 
all of a sudden, we saw Will Smith on YouTube, we saw Will Smith on Instagram, but yeah. we, didn't, we didn't see a curated Will Smith. Right. We saw Will Smith teasing his kids and having fun with them. Yeah, we saw yeah, Will Smith yeah. goofing around with Jada. We see Will Smith going, hey man, I'm a human being yeah. who is also a megastar, but I'm a human being. Yeah. I feel, I love, I laugh, I dance. I don't take myself that seriously. Absolutely. That, that in of itself is a big chance and a step yeah. to take as a person. Why, why do you do that and why do you keep doing it? So what, what when I first was uh, setting out to become, I said, I want to be the biggest movie star in the world. And that was uh, pre-internet, it was uh, pre-social media. Right. So during that time, the idea was you couldn't be a movie star if you didn't maintain mystery. Right. So the, the common belief was nobody's going to go to a movie theater if they see you every day. Right. So you would stay out and you would maintain the mystery. And the only time that they get to see you is the 4th of July on the big screen. Right. Right. So what happened was as social media came, there was a there was a shift. And I, I was trying to hold on for for a little while and. I realized that the new mentality is nobody's coming to the movie theater if they don't see you every day, right? Yeah. People want to feel like they're friends. They want to know. So it's a completely different shift. Um, and another thing happened for me with social media. Um, I was, I was, the, I had so many creative ideas that were were dying on the vine inside of me, Got right? It. So when you put out a movie, Gemini Man, it might be two and a half years from the time we started till it comes out. So that's one piece of content in two and a half years. But what social media is allowing me to do is all of those ideas and all of those concepts get to, to come out. And there's, there was, a, there was an, an analogy I used. I was experiencing uh, creative constipation. Okay, right? okay. <laughs> Right? No, go with me to this, right? I'm, I'm so, with you. I'm with you. So I was experiencing creative constipation, uh -huh. right? So uh, the internet has allowed me, like, like a laxative, <laughs> right? To just start flowing. And I just, so now I get to put it all over the fans. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Will Smith is now putting it yeah. all over the fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me ask you this, let me ask you this before you go. Um, you know... Who said I was going? <laughs> I, 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 please, please, please. You Will Smith, but I have places to be. Um, <laughs> no, no, let, 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 me, let me ask you this. You know, when you, when you, when you make a movie like Gemini Man, everyone would always jump to the first assumption, which is like, what advice would you give your younger self? And like, that, that's, that's like an immediate assumption you would have as a person when you watch that movie. But... Being a parent means you are a Gemini man. Mm -hmm. You know, you right. already have many, many new yes. versions of yourself. <laughs> you, you, you know, you yeah. have your kids who we all know and love. Mm -hmm. what, what advice do you give them? What are the things that you tell them that you don't want them to replicate in mm -hmm. their lives? Because, I mean, you, you're extremely yeah. successful, so it's hard to say don't make my mistakes because your mistakes yeah. got you here. So what do you, yeah. what do you actually say I to your kids? I made some pretty good mistakes. That's the thing, right? So, so what do you um, actually say to your kids? What do you hope they will change in their lives while still maintaining what you've gotten to get you to this level. You know, from this, this time and, and, you know, doing the deep study during Gemini Man and looking at it, and, and those questions came up. And what, what I really found is nobody can know for you, right? People can know for themselves, but they can't, they can't know for you, right? Um, 
my, I, I was making the decision when I, I graduated from high school between music and going to college. Mm -hmm. And my mother said, you'll, you, you'll never make anything of yourself if you don't go to college, right? And, you know, that was, that was true for her. Right. It right. wasn't true for me, right? So I've learned, and with my kids, I got really humble, right? And, and not wanting to be on them as if I could possibly know the decisions that they need to make. So I learned to be open and to watch and to pay attention and to trust that, you know, the same God that held my hand through the world is going to hold theirs. And I'm there to support their journey, not to force mine upon them. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, See, uh, now, yeah. now, you don't want me to leave now. No, I don't want you to leave. Yeah, now, now you don't want me to leave, you know, now. <laughs> You know, but now I got something to do. Now I got something to do. You know? No, man, you know what? You, you're, you're not old, but you're, but you're definitely wise, Will Smith. No, I, I love that about Thank you so much for being here, man. It's great you, seeing you again. Thank, thank you, you for thank the movie. You. Thank you for the social media. We love that you spray us with all of that that was yeah, yeah. contained within you. The analogy you. didn't work. It didn't hey, hold up. Hey, it doesn't it matter. Just, it it doesn't matter. matter. But you got we, the idea of and, it. And we still yeah. enjoy it. Gemini Man will be in theaters October 11th. Will Smith, everybody. <laughs> The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.